I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero, my A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Yeah, it's the show for the multi-passionates. Multi-pass. Multi-pass. And uh, people with a lot of curiosity and interests here today. Where You know what we're going to do is we're, we're not just going to make your day a little bit better. We're going to make your day and your life a lot better because we have so much to talk about today. But, you know, we're, we're trying to keep these episodes to 42 minutes or less. So we may push some of it to next week. Just FYI. But so much, so much to watch right now. Andor, Rings of Power, the new Quantum Leap. I mean, the list goes on. Star- well, there's so many things. I'm watching so many things. But anyway, it's overwhelming. Is it overwhelming to you as it is to us? Fall is officially upon us. We're going to have some fun today. Everything is different, but the same. Things are more moderner than before. Bigger and yet smaller. It's computers. San Diego's high school football rule. Yes, Rocket. <laughs> Woo! Oh, yeah. We do love me some uh, San Dimas high school football, right, Captain Influence? Whoa. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling Listen you, man. This guy, Rufus, he knows what he's talking about. Righteous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, just a Dude. minor Oedipal complex. So, how are you? I'm the real Brian, by the way. I'm the I am the Captain Influence. The, the, by the Captain way. Influence, yeah, the only one. Yeah, the I, you know I wonder if there are any others. That, you know, there's eight billion people on this planet. Surely someone else has named themselves Captain Influence. I guarantee it. But there's only one. There can be only as one. As far as yeah, as far as we're concerned, right? Yeah, and there's only one. The real Brian. Everyone else is. Everyone's like Fake. you know. So if you're the real Brian, what does that make every other Brian? I'm like, duh, invalid. Hello, come on, just, just minions. Regular, regular Brians. No, they don't exist. Okay. Yeah. Period. We all live in our little perception bubbles. So, I mean, you have an argument there. Well, I mean, yes, you're right. Most people live in a perception <laughs> bubble and then there's me and I live in reality. So that's the way it is. Hey, dude, guess what? Volleyball is in full <laughs> swing, man. Oh, my God. Right? Oh, my gosh. So we're talking about like San Dimas High School football, which I, I'm not a football guy, dude. Um, I just am not. I mean... I'll watch it here and there if it's on or somebody's talking about it, you know, but volleyball, man, I just love volleyball. I love basketball, but but it's volleyball season and it's just, it's so much fun. We sit second row and I mean, like I I have to catch the ball typically once a game. Oh, wow. Because they, they spike it hard and it comes flying right at our faces. And so you ever get hit like, like slam while you're like talking to Miss. No, because I'm I'm paying attention when, when, trust me, that somebody got hit in the head last game really hard. Oh. So Ooh. I'm like, yeah, I'm always paying attention when the when the ball's in in play, I guess. It's just one of those just in case because uh, it does come <laughs> at us quite often. But it is fun. Uh, one day, I, I think I told you this story, but I kicked it one time. And one of our friends across the way was like, wrong sport, Brian. <laughs> Sorry. I mean. <laughs> All the girls give you a dirty looks like kicking Why the ball. Why did you kick the, the ball? It's going to be lopsided next time we hit then it. We but, got yeah. foot dirt on it. No, man. My shoes Wait. are clean. I know. Yeah, I just, I, I'm just know. trying to, I'm making, I'm, I'm on, I'm going on the fly here. You know me. Yeah. So, 
CSU played CU last week and it was a full on sellout first volleyball. It was the first volleyball sellout ever. But what was amazing was, and this is what I read. I don't know if this is entirely true, but this is apparently going around is that it was the largest attended volleyball match in the nation ever. That's nuts. Yeah. Now again, I don't know how true that is, but most volleyball teams never get anywhere near 8,500 people showing up to a match. So that was awesome. Wow. That was really that cool. That is a lot of people for yeah. a volleyball game. Yeah, it was great. It was loud. I mean, thankfully, you know, I, I was Sarah and I are, are two of the smart ones that bring earplugs because <laughs> we do actually know how loud they had. A, I think it was sustaining in the hundred ish to 115 decibels. That's, that's loud nuts. people. That's that's called that's, that'll deafen you and, and it'll definitely take some of your hearing away over time. <laughs> they, they need to institute tennis rules at volleyball matches. <laughs> no <Come> golf rules. <laughs> yeah. Or, now, or like, even better. Yeah. And now our, okay. our setter will be setting the ball to the outside hitter. And, and she, she spiked it. it. She spiked, spiked it. Spiked yes. it over the net. Oh, that was a wonderful kill. Yeah. The, yeah, the crowd is you. golf clapping. I mean, yeah. volleyball clapping. <laughs> imagine that too oh, it would be the most boring game ever <laughs> it's like boom and you hear this like all right that was a fantastic kill <laughs> they go in for the the serve and everything service error next point <laughs> that would be so cool oh I mean, my gosh that would be horrible different paradigm but still i mean yeah golfing is fun to golf but watching it is annoying i don't know about you but i i just it, it's just one of those like i feel like i'm gonna fall asleep or I'm yeah, Prozac or something. Wait, Pro, does Prozac make? I don't even know. Forget it. I, forget. I don't know anything about drugs. My my father used to watch when I was a kid. My father would watch on like the weekend. He would watch bowling and golf. Wow. And he'd take a, and he would take a nap. Like he just he'd turn it on, start watching, then he'd fall asleep. That's probably why. Yeah. 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 So, dude, did you know that it's officially fall already? Yes, I'm so excited. I love fall. I you do too. I got to tell you though, it's like I it doesn't feel like fall yet. It's still kind of summery. It's been raining, it's been warm, and it's just like when fall hits, it's like, oh, you know, half the leaves are started and just it feels like fall, but it hasn't not at all yet this year. Yeah, it has been considered is this year officially an Indian what a quote-unquote Indian, Indian summer? summer? Is that even a is that even still a PC term? <laughs> not that I care, but <laughs> I'm just curious. People still say that, so I don't know. Oh, I'm I'm still going to call it Indian summer no matter what, but yeah. I'm just curious if that's still a term in common use now. It's a great question. See, yeah. now we need to go uh, talk to the PC police and find out what are they calling it now? <laughs> Is it? I don't even know. But anyway, I am not sure yet. I don't think we're far enough into fall yet to find out, but right. right. So far. Um, anyway, I love fall too. I really do, but I've enjoyed the summer for some reason. And I guess we had some records, but it didn't bother me this year. And I was out biking in 95 plus heat almost every day. See, that's And it didn't insane. bother me, dude. For so well, so Good I for you, but but I've told you my secret is that you you get your undershirt relatively wet and then you soak uh, your outer shirt, t-shirt of course. And then you go for a bike ride and it feels like an air conditioning on you the whole you're way. Right. So you just never really I, get hot. That's a really good trick. I stand corrected. Uh, yeah. The main reason I'm I'm excited for fall is because I'm going to get to go bike riding more often. Oh, yeah. uh, instead of just Saturday and Sunday mornings, I'm going to start throwing in a, a ride after work on go. days where it's not too hot. So, yeah. well, you know, it's been interesting, too, because I mentioned in the intro that there's so much right now to watch so much like it's just, we've been bombarded Ugh. with things, the videos, 
you know, the movies that have been in the theater are all finally on, on digital streaming and that kind of thing too. And there's so many TV shows, but it's like, we've still been outside doing stuff. We've been biking, we've been traveling, we've been going to volleyball games. We've been doing so many things. And I'm like, I'm having a hard time keeping up just because of all of the activities that are still happening. Cause we're not into that colder weather months where nobody leaves. (laughs) Then we'll have plenty of time. Well, my problem is I've started losing track of what I'm trying to keep up with. Yeah. There's so much to watch right now. That's that's stuff I want to watch. Yeah. Traditionally, uh, Hollywood releases movies based on what other movies are coming out on a given weekend or month or whatever. And they'll say, okay, well, this blockbuster is coming out on this weekend. So we're going to move our opening to the next weekend or, you know, they're kind of strategic about it, but I don't get that impression with, uh, you know, Amazon prime, Netflix, Hulu, whatever. I feel like they just, they, they release it when they want to release it. And now, right now we're just seeing a huge glut of what we're considering good TV. Yeah. Yeah. And as a result, and maybe it's just because I'm starting to get a little older, I find myself going, what, what am I trying? Okay, what am I keeping up on? I'm keeping up on House of the Dragon. I'm keeping up on, uh, help me out here, Brian. <laughs> uh, Rings of Power. Rings of Power, yeah. That, those, those are the two big ones. And yeah, I don't know what else uh, you've been watching, though. I mean, I, I know you were going to try. Well, we so we started oh, the Lock Sandman. And Lock and Key is out. Um, I don't know if you've been watching She-Hulk, but that's out. The no, new I, Quantum Leap is out. Andor is out. I'm going to talk about those in yeah, a minute there's here. Two more, there's two more Orville. that I will start watching. Yeah. I haven't, start, uh, I haven't watched Orville, so. And then, of course, all um, the movies and stuff, but there's there's so much. There's I've got this list of, oh, well, Resident Alien is back, and I haven't even started oh, that wow. back up yet. Your list is way bigger than mine. Oh, Star way Trek bigger, um, so. Lower Decks is out right now. Yeah, see. It's out um, of control, to be honest. It is. There's just, which is a good and a bad thing. It's, it's great for the, yeah. I, we talked about this many times that for the, the, the huge variety of stuff that we can all consume with our eyes and ears is yeah. a good thing because we can just choose and, and we don't have to, there's no time limit. We can just say, Oh, well I'll, I'll get to house of the dragon a month or two from now or yeah. whatever if, if you choose, but I mean, so that's a good thing, right? The, the, the more choice you have is great. But if there's all this stuff that you really want to watch at the same time, I'm just having trouble keeping track of it all. That's all. I don't think it's an age thing because truthfully, it is an issue of like for me, it's like I, I've kept track of all the, the shows I'm watching simply because we're talking about them. And so that's the only reason. But uh, and because on my Plex server, it's like, you know, you've got them all listed out as like what's next on deck kind of thing. Or, you know, if you're on Netflix, it's like continue watching. You know, there's all kinds of cues for what you're watching. But here's the thing for me is that I like to dive into stories. And when I'm watching too many different shows at the same right. time, I can never dive into the story. Oh, and star girl. My gosh, we're watching star girl still. Right. And uh, there's something else that we're watching. Oh my gosh. That's well, what I'm saying. Like even I'm having a hard time keeping up with it. Oh, Cobra Kai. Duh. Oh, duh. oh my gosh. Jeez, there's just, there's totally. so much going on. And so it's like, you're kind of like, okay, wait, uh, wait, what was, wait, what happened in this you, episode? You Cause I'm thinking about- star girl and no, wait, no, that was Cobra Kai. No, wait, that was Andor. Yeah. No, wait, that was, you know, lock and key. I'm like, I'm actually getting kind of like overwhelmed because there's too right. many stories going on. And, and that's just, none of us can multitask like that. I'm no, when, when you want to immerse <laughs> yourself into a given story, you, you almost have to watch no more than two shows at a time, which means you're going to be, yeah delaying other shows, which means if you're a really social person and you talk to other people about stuff that you're watching, you're going to miss out on the, they're going to be caught up and you're not. Yeah. And yeah. so, I mean, uh, uh, Oh, first world problems, right? It right. is. I, mean, I know. No, it, it, it's funny, <laughs> but it is true though, that we are getting bombarded with so much that 
it is difficult to keep up. And I think especially too, in, in what we're doing is now that I'm doing more reviews and stuff like that on the, on the YouTube channel, it's kind of like, Oh, Andor's out. Oh, okay. The new quantum leaps out. Got to watch right. it. Got to watch it. And I'm like, wow, man, I would like so to push that, that off a little bit, but I can't. Right. You have that extra level of, of responsibility that you are, yeah. you know, that you perceive. So yeah, it is a bit of an issue. And I, I do love the problem that we have too much to watch, but at the same time, you know, it's annoying. There's a little bit of a concern too, <laughs> that they're pushing stuff out too quickly. And that is Disney right there. Like Disney's they're pushing argued, way yeah. too much out. I think I'm going to talk. I finally saw Thor love and thunder. I've watched she Hulk uh, up. Well, not this week's episode, but you know, it, it seems to me like they're pushing so much out that they're not able to put the quality into these shows like they need to, or like they used to. So yeah, that's a disservice. It's uh, a disservice too. So I think it's one of the, but okay, let me talk about now. I know you've not seen these yet. And so no spoilers for either of these shows, but the new quantum leap right. came out on Tuesday and or came out Wednesday. Actually, I think they both technically came out on Wednesday, but quantum leap showed up Tuesday night. So, okay. Anyway, the point is, um, so, People were, for whatever reason, people were saying the new Quantum Leap, it's a reboot. And it's very clear that it is not a reboot. It is a continuation. They talk about Dr. Sam Beckett and, you know, how the he got lost. The very first thing and, you see, yeah. Yeah, and that, so... That's how far I got, by the way. The very first blurb at the front and then my uh, yeah. my Plex app pooped out. And I, I didn't want to move to the office to watch it because I already watched like two things that night. So lazy, man. I was lazy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you're right. I mean, in that particular scenario, clearly it's a continuation They're Basically, they resurrected the research to start over to see if they could go find Dr. Beckett, bring him back, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, it is a continuation. It's even in memory of Dean Stockwell, which I thought was great. So yeah. why people are saying it's a reboot, I don't know. And they're saying it's a reboot after having watched the episode too. And I'm like, are you guys just wanting to hate on the show just because you want to uh, hate on the show? I think they're loosely using the word reboot incorrectly. I think that's what's happening. A lot of people are doing it. It yeah. is getting extremely low ratings, like 4.8 out of 10 on IMDb. Really? I, I don't can't understand. Wait to watch it. I loved it. I mean, I, <laughs> I gotta be honest. I was pleasantly surprised. And by the way, oh, I have a full, well, <laughs> when I say full, I'm keeping these short. I have an under four minute review video on the YouTube channel right now for okay. quantum leap and, and or both episodes one. So, Go watch those when you get done listening to this and, and check it out. So I'm not going to give you too much here, but basically I, I was I was surprised. I mean, what was cool about the Quantum Leap episode is it felt kind of like an older 80s, 90s show that was just more fun and kind of carefree, wasn't as heavy, wasn't as serious and dark and everything else that all the new shows are these days. And so, yeah, it was cheesy. The acting and the characters were a little cheesy at times, but I enjoyed them. I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the mystery behind it. I was sucked right in and, and all the way to the very end had a good time. And so is it like amazing, beautiful, glorious? No, but I enjoyed it. And here's the other thing too. And I said this in the video that I never watched the original quantum leap until I was older. Uh-huh. So going back and watching it, even though I loved some of the episodes and I loved that the concept for sure was amazing. It felt dated to me because I didn't grow yeah. up with it. And so, you know, people who grew up with shows, they go back, it's nostalgic. It quote, doesn't feel dated. But if you go back and watch something from the eighties or the nineties now, most of them feel dated. So try, try going back and watching uh, greatest American hero. I dare you. Oh yeah. (laughs) It's incredible. And so like, I was looking forward to a new version of quantum leap that would, you know, I'd feel like I could relate to this if you know what I mean. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, you know, and, and they're going to be some, but I'm just blown away how many people are, are dogging on the show right now. So that, that was a shock for me, but I liked it. And then Andor, dude, which, I, which I didn't even know was coming out by the way, you know, they, they advertised the heck out of Obi-Wan Kenobi and I knew it was coming or Obi-Wan. And I knew yeah. it was coming out and or side side swipe me. I was like, what, what, what Andor? what's Andor? And all of a sudden it's yeah. out. And they were talking about it, but it was not as widely known as, as Kenobi. And by the way, people are like, well, who was Andor? Cassian. Everybody called him Cassian in Rogue One. He was one of the rebel heroes. And, oh, and, I, and I don't even remember his character. Well, he wasn't a huge character. I mean, he had a, he was there. He had some parts and stuff like that, but you know, he's friends with Jyn Erso. So okay. it was, you know, his, but everybody called him Cassian and I didn't even know that Andor was his last name for some reason. And so why oh. they called it Andor, I'm not entirely sure. Why didn't they call it Cassian? I, I mean, whatever, but a lot of people have been confused about that because of what Disney's done lately. I just have had little hope in anything because, you know, she Hulk has really disappointed me. I yeah. know some people have loved that show so far, but that show to me has been meh at best and Thor love and thunder. Uh, I'll talk about that in a minute, but I was like, yeah, you know, it was okay, but it was no Ragnarok <laughs> to me. I mean, I thought you, you thought it was oh, as good as Ragnarok, but I was like, I no, did. no way. Not even close, but I mean, I in my opinion, so much harder in love and thunder than I did at, at any time in Ragnarok. It's not even funny. Well, yeah. And there is good humor and stuff, but again, I'll talk about that in a minute, but I got to tell you yeah. the the to me though, I feel like the Disney machine is pushing out too much that there's a lot of lazy writing. And we saw that in Boba Fett. We saw that a little bit in Obi-Wan, even though we loved the Obi-Wan series. We've seen that in the Mandalorian. I mean, even in Moon Knight, it was a great show, but there was some lazy writing. She Hulk has a lot of lazy writing. Yeah. Um, you know, even Ms. Marvel had some, so there's just been a lot of that. So I'm going in expecting this to be a mess star Wars show, just like everything else. I was blown away. I was just really? like, wait, what? Okay. This is actually pretty good. Now here's the wow. thing. It, to me, it felt intelligent actually. Oh, and I'm listening to this dialogue and I'm going, okay, they thought through this one a little bit more. I mean, than they have with the other shows, it's slower At paced least in the first episode. Yeah. So far it's slower paced. It's methodical. You, they're not relying on some crazy action sequence or CGI scene to entertain us. Like they actually had good intelligence, slower, you know, it was good to me. It was a really good episode. And so I walked away going like, well, I, I was surprised. I actually really enjoyed this. I wasn't sure that I would, especially being kind of a side character. And I'm like, I, I can't wait for the next one. And an obscure side character at that. That's that is yeah, relatively interesting that they yeah that they chose that character for a series. So yeah, but and, hey, if the series is good, I don't care who they choose. I mean, I just want I just want good writing, really. And it does. It is a prequel to Rogue One, so it's kind okay. of chronicling and or you know Cassian's journey, moving in to become the rebel hero that we see in Rogue One. So you're seeing his his story up until that point. And apparently there's 12 episodes with a possible season two already is what I'm seeing, which is kind of weird. Okay, which is good. So anyway, I'm I'm there. Oh, here's a really interesting side note, by the way, because some of you who have watched or you know, you're going to watch it. You're going to ask like, where are the subtitles for the Canary language? I was like, what happened? There's no they're talking and you know, they're speaking Canary and I have no idea what they're saying. Is this intentional or not? And I was worried that like they messed something up. It's intentional because everybody else is asking the same question. Most people don't even know what Canary is. So kudos to you. It's a language, but you're right. So, so it's, it definitely was, uh, on purpose. It's what it seems like because there's been a lot of people asking online about it and they're saying, yeah, there wasn't, there weren't supposed to be, you weren't supposed to know what they were saying. 
You're which, supposed to go out and learn Canary. Yes. Silly butts. Come yeah. On. I mean, come on. But no, I, that's fascinating to me. It's kind of like with Wookiee. Sometimes you're not entirely supposed to know what they're saying. See, and I always know what they're saying. And so is, that, is it just do. me? Wookiees. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, man. I, I, I love Andor, dude. Good, good first episode so far. So get on that one. If you haven't good. seen it, let us know what you thought. I mean, it that one has gotten good reviews so far. So I would, I would love to hear your thoughts. All right. Um, now, other shows and I'm, I'm not going to talk about she Hulk right now. I had an update on, on the YouTube channel as well with that and I'm still watching it. I'm mildly interested to see where they go with it and I know there are some of you that are, are loving the show right now and you know, I don't want to tear down your enjoyment at all. So no, not at all. And I, I'm impressed you're still watching it because I'm the type of type of person where if, if a show doesn't grab me on the first episode, I tend again, especially when there's so much to watch right now, I tend to just set it aside and never pick it up again. So one thing I like about it is that they're short episodes they are like 30 minutes. Yeah. And that helps. I can kind of watch while doing something else in the background. Okay. Which okay. I never do that with new shows. Like if I'm watching a show, I want to pay attention. And this one is kind of like, eh, I can be doing something else. And then it's kind of like, ah, oh, it's a little <laughs> more fun that way. So <laughs> sounds good. Well, I gotta say, I'm so sorry. I, don't, I don't know if I've said this before, but the only person I know who likes she Hulk personally that I know is an old school comic book fanboy mm. of she Hulk. And he he's collected all the She-Hulk comics. All, and I guess he said that they've restarted the the comic series multiple times over the last several decades. Mm-hmm. It never goes very very far. It's never very popular. But he says that the show is very is pretty true to the comics. So I guess maybe okay. the comic fanboys might be one of those groups that really like She-Hulk. I don't know anyone that's really read the comics like that, but that's good to hear. Yeah, yeah. Rings of Power. Now I've only Dude. seen through episode three because once again, we have too much to watch. So I finally watched episode <laughs> three. I haven't even seen four and five. I think five comes out today. So well, you've seen through four. So what are your thoughts so far? What I've got to say is that I'm a little underwhelmed by rings of power so far. Um, just a okay. little bit. I sound more underwhelmed than I am. I'm, re- I'm just a little underwhelmed. The, the writing's been somewhat mediocre to be honest. And I also intend to stick it out unless they do something extreme with the plot or something like that, something weird, you know, yeah. that there's that, and this isn't a spoiler, but you know, Brian, that part where the, the captured elves were having to dig that trench yeah, and, and they ran into that tree and they, then the, and the orcs that were their masters, you know, their, their overseers were like, chop down the tree. No, we're not going to chop down the tree. Yeah. Let's go around it. No, go through the tree. Why did they even hit the tree in the first place? It's really funny. I mean, this is an example of, of bad writing lazy writing is, is, and, and they even show like they, they, they have a like drone's eye view of the trench going to the tree. Yeah. Like, they totally could have gone around that tree. <laughs> I know. Like, what are they doing? Why do they, why did they use that situation as a plot point for that episode? It was just like, come on. Well, guys. the I mean, only, the only thing I can think of is, is that elves love living things and orcs hate it. Sure. No, that's it, the I mean, only that, reason is because they were trying to get them to kill something that's living when elves won't do that. Like I, yes. I, I feel like that's the only yeah. plot point reason for that. You hundred percent correct. What they did was they chose a an an unrealistic direction of the plot in that episode to illustrate a point. And I feel gotcha. like they could have illustrated that same point that elves love living things, orcs hate them. Uh, they could have illustrated that in a, in a different way than in insulting our intelligence like that. It was really yeah, weird. Yeah. But I mean, they're spending so much money on this show. Yeah. Why not spend a little bit more money on really good Game of Thrones level writing people? That's all you got to do. You know, I agree with this because even I'm finding that the first episode I really liked. The second one yeah. was was not as good. And the third one was not as good. It's kind of how I I saw it is. But it's kind of getting a little drawn out 
in certain areas in ways mm-hmm. that don't add to the story. You know, when they okay. added the extended editions to the tr- original trilogy, mm-hmm. everything added to the story in ways that I'm like, why wasn't that in there in the first place? <laughs> Too Who long. cares if it's four hours? Like it was amazing. <laughs> and with this, it's like that didn't need to be in there. It just was kind of useless to have that there. So I feel like there's a little too much of that. The other thing that Galadriel is starting to annoy me a bit. (laughs) She is just really angry all the time. She's got this chip on her shoulder all the time in this yeah. in this show so far. It's really weird. It's not it's not how we know of Galadriel, at least not from the Peter Jackson standpoint. And yeah. And and in the books, there's not a lot of character development with her. So sure. it's so all we have to go by as a precedent is Jackson's vision of her. Well, and, and this vision's yeah. very different. And going off of Peter Jackson's vision of her was just like, man, she was just like amazing. Like you look yeah. up to Galadriel and be like, wow, she is. She's unbelievable. He nailed it. Yeah. He nailed it. And in this version, I'm like, she's, she's annoying and she's stupid. Like, why is she, why are they making her like that? I don't know. To be fair, you know, elves of a long time, maybe this is her immature youth and, you know, she acts like an idiot and then she gets humbled and then all of a sudden she matures and gains wisdom and then all, and then she becomes that amazing Galadriel that we come to know and love, you know, in the third age. Yeah. I don't know, but if they go that way, then great. That's awesome. But in the meantime, yeah, I, I don't like anyone with a chip on their shoulder. Like really, they, they drive me crazy. <laughs> and if I ever have a chip on my shoulder, then, you know, somebody needs to call me out because it's just, it's not attractive in any way, shape or form. And so I don't know. We'll see where it goes, but there are some interesting teasers happening. Of course, I'm going to keep watching. It's Lord of the Rings. And so, dude. Um, but yeah, I don't know, dude. Yeah chip on your shoulder has to be our next oh origin. yes please <laughs> especially if it's uh next week guys, like a dorito week. or something you could just eat it you know mm, dude orville now i've heard so much conversation around season three of orville well i i finally finished it it took me forever to get through it because it's it's a long season as far as episodes go uh or the length of the episodes that is there's 10 episodes but they're all around an hour and a half each I got to say episode nine was excellent. I really enjoyed episode nine. It should have been the season finale. No questions asked at the end of that episode. You're just like, this was it. This was the end of season three. Oh, wait, there's <laughs> another episode. Well, that's kind of weird. And I'm watching episode hmm. 10 and I'm like, what the, but it's bizarre. It's it. In fact, up too late was saying he hated the episode so bad that if they have a season four, he's not coming back. <laughs> I was like, wow, I now I don't think it's that bad. Like I, I still am enjoying it, but it's just kind of like, wow, did they just run out of ideas? Because what they did is they took the two main story arcs from seasons one and two and just kept going in season three. And it's like, OK, well, one of those story arcs, i.e. the uh, the Kalon, they should have kept that story arc going because it was left on a bit of a cliffhanger. So yes, let's keep that story arc going and then let's wrap that up. But mm-hmm. the Isaac and Claire storyline kind of needed to be done in season two, but the Mocklin storyline, a friend of our, okay. A friend of ours put it this way. They beat the Mocklin storyline to death. Then they resurrected it and then they beat it to death again. And then they resurrected it and then they beat it to death again. And you get the point. Hmm. And I was like, that's about the most true statement I heard. I love this show. I want this show to succeed, but if they're going to do a season four, they need fresh new ideas and they need a new writing team to kind of come in and just be like, let's just kind of revamp this and let's have some fun. And you know, let's, let's focus on other characters and stuff like that. The concept of the show is awesome. The show in general is awesome. Get something fresh and new for season four and blow us away or 
it's probably time to end it, unfortunately. Yeah. All right, dude, really quickly, Thor Love and Thunder. It was nowhere near as good as Ragnarok, in my opinion, but I did, I did enjoy it. It was fun. It was entertaining. Here's the thing, though. Like, I like Christian Bale, and he, he did a fine job, of course, with what he was given, but the villain itself, the character, just did not do it for me. It was really weird. It was like he was just a little over the top. He was not really that scary or that they, they kind of made him right. out to be like, oh, my gosh, he's killing all these gods. He's, oh, my gosh, and then you're kind of like, He's kind of weird, but his turn to the dark side was just kind of too fast and too unnatural like Anakin. <laughs> I mean, it, was, uh, it okay. just felt kind of like, okay, wait. So they, your, your daughter died. Uh, I'm sorry. Spoilers here. If you haven't seen it by now. Um, <laughs> That's at the very beginning of the show of the movie, by the way. So I don't, I don't really count it as a spoiler. It's yeah. So, I mean, okay. So his daughter dies and then like, Oh, why didn't you save her? And so then he just automatically turns and now he's going and killing every God. I'm just like, wait, what? So that yeah, was because a God wouldn't help bring his daughter back. Right. Uh, or wouldn't save her was in the first place or something. It was just kind of a weird, just the way it was done. It was a little, again, it was lazy. It could have been so much better in my opinion. Then the other thing that kind of really bothered me is that they made Thor look pretty dumb throughout the movie. And, and you, you and I were talking about this and I know you say that yeah. he's always kind of impetuous and he's got that, you know, that cocky attitude and stuff. And so we knew that <laughs> to me, it was like, it was a far cry from the awesome Thor of Ragnarok and infinity war. And uh. then fat Thor came into the picture, of course. And that's when he just <laughs> went like way out. It was like the whole fat Thor thing was like, that should have, that was funny for five minutes and that should have been like canned after that. But I just yeah. feel like they've, like Thor's not only lost his way as a character, but he's lost his way from a writer's perspective too. Cause he had cool moments, but I'm like, he's kind of the, the village idiot now. <laughs> I mean, no, no offense, yes. but he really is. And I was like, why he's Thor. So that actually really bothered me. Okay. But the choice of music was good. The humor was mostly good. albeit you know, a few awkward points and stuff. <laughs> um, of the course, goats. the goats were the best part of the movie. Go dude. see the yeah. goats. If you want, if you did just oh. one thing for that movie, you get out of it. Just the goats. That, that was the best part of the movie where the freaking goats. They were awesome, dude. They made me laugh the hardest. Yeah, me too. Me too. I worry about Marvel. I worry about Disney and star Wars and stuff, except for Andor. And again, first episode only. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Marvel had their golden age and they're again, they're putting too much out and and the stuff they're putting out right now just is not as good as it once was. Yeah. You know, Thor love and thunder. It rates into my lesser favorite Marvel movies just because there's so many excellent Marvel movies, but don't get me wrong on that because it was still fun to watch. I still intend to watch it again. I did still enjoy it, but when you compare it to some of the gloriousness that Marvel's put out in the past, it's just not as good in my no. opinion, but it was still fun. And still worth your, it. Your comment about the golden age, I think, is spot on because uh, I mean that 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 happens with all sorts of media groups like that. They, they always peak and then they kind of trail off and disappear. Yeah. Um, I don't think we are. I don't think it's possible for us to see any Marvel movies coming out in the next couple decades, maybe even that. But as that whole Avengers and the movies that surrounded it, like the Ant Man's and 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 whatnot, I, I just think. Captain America. Yeah, and the Iron Man's and all those that, that there's I don't think there's any possible way just realistically that that they're going to eclipse that. So I don't um, think so either. I think they're out of I think they've done what they needed to do and they did such a great job at it that there's no reason to try to top it. They're trying point. to milk a dead cow at this point. Yeah, and you know when the superhero thing kind of came into its golden age, I'm going to say that not not just with Marvel but with DC too, with right. the C- TV shows especially, you know, people were hungry for it. And now people are tired of it. 
And even though yeah. I love superheroes so much that I will always watch one of the shows or the movies if I can, because that's just some, that's one of my favorite genres. Even I'm starting to get a little tired of it, not because it's superhero, but because they're running out of ideas. Yes. So yeah, that, and for me to get tired of it, and I, I'm definitely one of the long lasters on this one. So uh, I, I get it. It's it's I wouldn't say it's time for a break, but I would say that it's time to maybe slow down and spread it out just a little bit. Yeah, is my idea. You. So I agree. I agree. Man, that was a buttload of movies, man. Um, and TV shows. There's just a it's, lot going on. So, oh, wait, you know what? What is buttload, by the way? Oh, should we do that as an origin? Maybe. Do you have buttload? an origin for it? I do. Wait. I, I'm going to pull it right. I'm going to pull out of my butt. Okay. Buttload, folks. And this is a very appropriate child-friendly origin. Don't worry. And it's actually uh, real. The best explanation I got was from a website called nowiknow.com. There's okay. a bunch of, bunch of articles online about this, and they all agree. If you went out drinking last weekend, Brian, and I know you're a total lush, maybe you drank more than you should have, right? Colloquially speaking, maybe you drank a buttload, mm. maybe. Now, buttload is a, is a sophomore catch-all term for a lot, as yeah. most of us know, right? Yeah. It does not mean, hopefully, that you drank beer out of someone else's backside. In fact, <laughs> when, <laughs> hopefully, when, when addressing the size or amounts of things, butts should rarely be part of the conversation. So where does buttload come from and how much exactly is a buttload? And it actually now, doesn't refer to the anatomical aspect. So go ahead. Not at all. But today, B-U-T-T, it's many definitions have different etymologies. The part you sit on or sit with probably comes from the French word boot, uh, which is B-U-T-T-E. Mm-hmm. I think I pronounced it right. Which means mound. But the quote, butt of a joke also likely comes from French, but it's derived from the word B-U-T in French. Uh, same as same spelling as what we're used to, uh, but it translates to goal or aim. Interesting. So the butt of a joke is the goal of a joke or the aim of a joke. Uh, hmm. So that's the etymology there. But the unit of measurement, though, has a totally separate history. According to the online etymology dictionary, that but, B-U-T-T, comes from the old French word bot, B-O-T, which translates to barrel. While Gizmodo says that, quote, but actually comes from bot, B-O-T-T-E, a mid- medieval French and Italian word for boot, which later later became barrel as well. So either way, a butt, B-U-T-T, refers to a cask of some sort. Okay. In the word buttload. Before units of measurement were standardized, those involved in the booze business used the size of these casks to describe the amount they had for sale. And yes, butts were used, were once used as an actual unit of measure. Mm-hmm. A butt is a half a ton, and that's ton, T-U-N, not mm. T-O-N-N-E, the exact amount of liquid in a ton isn't clear, unfortunately, and probably never was. When tons and butts were used as common measurements, they weren't quite standardized. Different distilleries and wineries would use slightly different measures. But in general, a ton is about 250 to 300 gallons, or for our Canadian friends and European friends, 950 to 1100 liters. Okay. An empty butt, in turn, can hold about 125 to 150 gallons, or 475 to 550 liters of wine, whiskey, etc., etc., Full cask of those, that's a buttload. Interesting. Yeah. So if you actually drank a literal buttload of wine this weekend, you had about 3,500 3, glasses of it uh, at five ounces or 150 milliliters per glass. The good news is you're probably not drunk, but the bad news is that's because there's no way you could have possibly survived the experience. Hmm. So 3,500 3, glasses of wine in one butt is a buttload of wine. <laughs> literally. <laughs> oh my gosh. Literally. Bonus fact, Brian, the town of 
Conisbrough, England has about 14,000 people living there, some of whom live on a 380-foot-long road called Archer Way. Mm. But if you look at a map of the town from 15 years ago, you won't see Archer Way. The street used to be called Butthole Road. <laughs> That's awesome. B-U-T-T. Oh, my God. H-O-L-E Road. Per the New York Times, the butt was probably, again, a reference to a container of liquid. The name most likely has to do with the spot's historic function as a source of water. Wow. A water butt being a container for collecting water. But that's not what people think about when they think about buttholes. In 2009, residents of Butthole Road, fed up with being the butt of jokes, <laughs> changed the street name. Oh, my gosh. And that's, that's, so that's funny. interesting. Yeah, the whole road. I love how we have all just changed the original meanings of things. And it's like, yeah, butt load has turned into something completely different. But it's like, no, it was an actual measurement. <laughs> and that's the, that's the fun it's thing hilarious. about language is it, it's 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 very it evolves through within within any given society or any given group of people. It evolves and and people borrow from other languages. And I mean, I can't even if you were to go forward in time a thousand years you would probably not be able to understand anybody. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's how, that's how much language evolves over even a few centuries. Man. So, well, thank you. That was a, a buttload of explanation too. So um, <laughs> we're going to go. And we can <laughs> safely use the word buttload on this show. I know. It's like we, we had a, we had a buttload of conversation today with a buttload of TV shows and movies and, and knowledge and information and, you know, not being the butt of all jokes and deep thoughts with captain influence. If I were to print out every deep thought I've had on the show so far, each on its own piece of paper and crumple them all up and toss them into a barrel, I'd probably have at least a buttload by now. Well, you know what the music means. It means we have to figure out a way to use the word but, buttload one more time. Yeah. Well, uh, there's a buttload of show notes. If you go to realbryanshow.com, <laughs> links and everything are all in there. A buttload of videos on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash therealbrian. Make sure to go check those out, watch our reviews, and have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for joining us. The Real Brian Show is signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.